Welcome back to the Student at the Game podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Please hit that like and subscribe button. It's free of charge. It's free of charge, people. All right, check out the YouTube page. Check out the Apple Podcast page. Check out the Google Podcast page, TikTok, Twitter, Student at the Game podcast. All right. All right, so let's get it jumping. Let's get it jumping, people. Like Chris Cross, let's jump off into it. All right, so um, we have our NFL playoff, playoff matches set. All right. My Houston Texans. Going up against the Ravens, it's going to be a real good matchup. All right, we got the Detroit Lions going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got the Niners versus the Packers, like part 10. <laughs> All right, and we have the Bills versus the Chiefs. You know, a lot of people saying the Bills versus the Chiefs is going to be the best game. Um, No. The best game, number one, is going to be the Texans versus the Ravens. But the second best game, that's going to be the Packers and the Niners. Big implications with that matchup. But, um, you know, but a, a game that's going to be very, very popular is going to be the Chiefs versus Bills because you have Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Now, you have some people who believe that that game is only going to be popular because Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. That's why that. That's why everybody's gonna be watching that game, all right? Like, so I did a video, man. Check this out. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out my TikTok page. I did a video where all I did was just express that, you know, um, when I'm watching football, I I don't care. I don't give a damn who, what anybody's wearing who's not playing in the actual game. Unless what they're wearing is helping their team win or is helping their team lose. Okay? Other than that, I don't want to hear that. It's too much to talk about with these with the football players that's out there. It's too much to talk about with the whole game within itself to be talking about nonsense. Look, like, oh, oh, yeah, what who made Taylor Swift jacket? What who made a jacket? I don't care. And because I said I don't care who made Taylor Swift's jacket. Well, I said I don't care who made Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's jacket. Okay. Oh, why are you hating Taylor Swift? Don't you dare hate Taylor Swift. Stop hating Taylor Swift. Why? I didn't say I hated Taylor Swift. I'm going to tell you something, man. Listen, I, how can I describe myself? I'm not going to say I'm a church going man, but I, I do go to church. Do I go there every Sunday? No. But I try to get more, get the word in, whether if it's I'm watching um, YouTube or Facebook, Twitter, or going to church or anything, or if I'm reading a book, right? And, you know, hate. And, and I was brought up, growing up, you know, hey, I was raised that, hey, man, hate. Hate is a waste of goddamn time, man. Don't be a hater, man. Nobody wants to be a hater, you know? The culture I grew up in is bad to be a hater. You can dislike somebody. You can just not rock with somebody. But when you hate somebody, it's equivalent to carrying a dead body on your shoulders. That body's dead, but you're steady hating it. You know, you're giving it that extra weight, you know, on your on your mentals and on your physicals and on your spirituals and all of that, right? So I do not hate Taylor Swift. Do I listen to Taylor Swift music? No, I do not. I don't listen to Taylor Swift music because I hate Taylor Swift. Um, you know, I don't. But the way I look at it, I know doggone well at a Taylor Swift concert, they're not showing Travis Kelsey highlights. They're not showing football highlights. 
And guess what? I wouldn't go to a, a, a Taylor Swift concert expecting that. My expectations would be, it's just like, hey, if Taylor Swift fans got pissed off because, man, why they showing all these highlights football? I want to see that. I come here to watch Taylor Swift. Guess what? If, if they were to play NFL highlights, NBA highlights, or whatever, or Marvel or DC comic stuff during a Taylor Swift concert, hey, and I'm a Taylor Swift fan, and you're a Taylor Swift fan, I understand. I understand you being mad and upset. You have every right to be. You have every right to be mad, and I'm, I'm right there with you. And I'm a, and I'm a sports fan, because I'm going to be like, how dare y'all have these people pay all this money or spend their time watching this concert and y'all talking about sports come on man you know so that, that 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 makes no sense man makes no sense whatsoever you know and it's not hey um when tom brady was married to giselle i don't give a damn like about fashion advice from giselle i'm trying to watch tom brady do his thing man i don't give a damn about um sierra's music if i'm watching watching russell wilson play now, if they're playing the music in the stadium, all right, fine. They play music at the stadium, but man, the camera people—it's the—it's—it's the—it's the media people, the the camera people, the broadcasters. No, I'm not hating on. Hey, she's supporting her man. That, that's no problem. That's no problem. Why, why would I hate on that? Like, but people act like I—I I, act like I said something bad about God or something. I'm talking about the coverage of Taylor Swift. That's that's just too much, man. It's too much. I want to see her. I want to see the game. I want to see the game. But you know, it is what it is. But a lot of a lot of people they 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 want to make you believe that the NFL is popular because Taylor Swift. No, she doesn't make she doesn't make the game popular like that. Football been popular. If you're unaware that football has been popular, well then I mean that's you. You just don't rock with football. You don't care to look up that stuff. You know, that would be like me saying um, football is what made Taylor Swift popular. And I'm not going to lie. I do think it, 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 it's made her cooler. It has. It has. Like, it, it's easy to look cool in front of your fans. But when you have people who don't even really listen to your music that much and they want to hear, you know, want to watch and listen to football. And they're like, okay, well, all right, she's Travis Kelsey's girlfriend. That makes her cooler. Her boyfriend is a two-time Super Bowl champion possibly on his way to become a three-time Super Bowl champion. He's a certified Hall of Famer. Okay? So, that makes her cooler. That makes her cooler. And that, that makes her cooler amongst all sports fans. Everywhere. Oh, your husband's a two-time Super... I mean, excuse me, your boyfriend's a two-time Super Bowl champion. All right. But I mean, how much cooler does it make him? What, well, your girlfriend is a a Grammy winner, won all these awards. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think it makes him cooler, it, more cooler to some people in the music and entertainment world and fans. Okay, it's a mutual thing. I, I understand that, but I, I I don't really listen to like. I mean, have I heard of Taylor Swift songs? Of course, man. I had I heard some of her songs. Um, I listen to popular um, music stations. Um, I like the song um, she has with Kendrick Lamar. It used to be bad. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I like that, and I like the song Antihero. That's 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 catchy. That's a real good song. Um, I'm not saying that those two are her best songs. Those are the two songs that I'm more familiar with. 
Oh, and it's another song she had. He's Chick Captain and he's Team Captain. Why I'm on the bleachers. I think she sings that song, right? Yeah. But, I mean, come on, man. Like, I remember when she was in a movie with Taylor Lochner when they was dating. And that movie didn't get popular or was an awesome movie because of her. She was barely in the movie. All right? But, anyways, um, back to football. Like, Chiefs and um, Bills, that's going to be a hell of a game, man. And not just because Taylor Swift is going to be at the game. And you know what's interesting? Check this out. So, Josh Allen is dating um, Haley Steinfeld. Okay? Spider-Gwen, okay, um, Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, in the MCU universe, I don't see her at the game, I mean, she, she's at the games, but there's no footage on her, okay, and she has fans too, so it's like, hey man, like, hey, we don't, we're not watching football more because of Taylor Swift, and the ones who's who are watching football just because you see Taylor Swift is attending a game, you're just watching it just to see, oh, let me see if they're going to show her. And you don't even have to watch the game to see that. You can just go to YouTube and type in Taylor Swift at um, Kansas City Chief football game. All right. But this game here, man, this is a very important game. You know, they, you know, they implemented the new overtime rules for Ja, J.A., Ja Allen, because... He didn't get a chance to strike back to Patrick Mahomes a couple years ago. Hey, man, that's why you take care of your business in regulation, sir. You had the chance. You take care of business during regulation. You know, that's just like somebody who, all right, the teacher gives him or her extra time to finish their test, and then they didn't finish the test, and then they say, man, if I only had, like, 15 more minutes. Bro, you had five hours like everybody else. That's the standard. The teacher gave you extra time. Miss me with that whole, oh, had I had extra time, I would have aced that test and, and annihilated everybody with the highest score on that test, man. Miss me with that, dude. You know, that's just like refrying frying some beans, man. Why the, would you refry some beans, man? Get those things right the first time. Then you got nothing to worry about, right? Come on, man. Tales from the hood. Y'all get that, yeah. Go watch Tales from the Hood. Came out, damn, almost 30 years ago. I'm old, bro. But yeah, man, like, it's like, hey, man, you got beat fair and square by Patrick Mahomes. But also, hey, um, I'm not the biggest Josh Allen fan, but hey, I respect the hell out how he handled, I respect the hell out of how he handled the situation this year when the Chiefs and the Bills faced each other, when they called the correct call, I must say on the offside to on the Kansas City Chiefs receiver and Patrick which took away the touchdown by Travis Kelsey and what's Patrick Mahomes said uh, yeah man the refs took away the game man you see the Josh Allen they took away the game and I, they let, let him play bro when your team is getting the benefit of the, of the doubt on the call you're not saying that you got to keep that same energy Mr. Mahomes you got to keep the same energy I'm a big fan of yours big fan of yours love your game man I I'm, I was one of the people that knew from the jump that this guy here was going to be an awesome quarterback. I figured he was going to be a good quarterback at least because I remember watching highlights of him at Texas Tech. The one thing they kept talking about was is that it reminds me of like with Russell Wilson where, you know, when he's scrambling, he's able to keep his eyes down the field. While a lot of most quarterbacks, when they're scrambling, their eyes are looking down or right in front of them. So they can't keep their eyes on, on the routes or the, or the receivers or the tight ends or the running backs, you know, to get them open. 
he's able to do that. And see, he had, he's like what six three, so he has like four, he has like four or five inches over Russell Wilson. So I'm like, yeah, he, he's nice. Got a hell of a arm. He's nice. But then when you pad him up with Andy Reid, you know, any quarterback, if you okay, if you're all right, you're gonna be good when you with Andy Reid. If you average, you're gonna be above average with Andy Reid. If you're good, you're gonna be very good with Andy Reid. If you're very good, you're gonna be freaking great with Andy Reid. That's just what Andy Reid does, man. But um, you know, but that whole whining about that, I, I didn't appreciate that. that. That wasn't a good look on Patrick Mahomes. Not a good look at all, man. Not a good look at all. I can see if he kept that same energy when there was the benefit of calls, but no, he doesn't. He he mind his own business and he was expecting Josh Allen to like side with him on that. No, if you Josh Allen, it's like, no, nah, bro. We won that game fair and square, man. Oh, we won that game fair and square, you know? So what you talking about, man? Take your L like a man and move forward. Now they get to face each other, so we're going to see what's happening because I'm pretty sure if you Josh Allen, that's going to motivate you even more. you like, man, this dude here disrespected the hell out of me to the point where he felt like he felt like it was okay to approach me as if my team cheated the game. Go approach the ref with that nonsense. Don't approach me with that, bro. Don't approach me with that. You know, okay. You know, Josh Allen is like, hold up, man. Yeah, Travis, Travis Kelsey, he's dating um, Taylor Swift. Okay, I'm dating Spider-Gwen, bro. If you Josh Allen, I'm dating Spider-Gwen. You got nothing on Spider-Gwen. She shoots well. Pew, 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 pew. I think Taylor Swift was supposed to have been um, Dazzler in one of the X-Men movies. Dazzler got nothing on Spider-Gwen. What you going to do? Sing a song? Shoot sparkles? But anyways, uh, yeah, this is going to be a good game. Um, who do I have winning this game? That's the, that's, that's the answer y'all want, right? That's the question, answer to the question y'all all want to hear. Well, I have the I have the Buffalo Bills winning this game. I have the Buffalo Bills winning this game. Um, Josh Allen, man, that dude there is a freak of nature. He's a beast. He reminds me of Cam Newton. That's that's Cam Newton when I see Josh Allen play. That's Cam Newton. All right. If, if he was black, people would be comparing They would be comparing him to Cam Newton. But a lot of people, because he, he is not black, they're like, no, Cam Newton wasn't accurate. Josh Allen, not all the way accurate. And when he has weapons, he's accurate. But he's running a lot. He's trucking people. That's Cam Newton. All right? That dude there, man. Like, see, I like Tua Tungvaloa, but Tua Tungvaloa, like, sometimes, you know, you can't teach size. You cannot. All right? and and speed you can't and and like the the will to want to run people over that's no knock on Tua Tonga Valoa because Tua Tonga Valoa he's what 5'11 but guess what let me tell you something dude is phenomenal he he, he is an accurate passer great deep ball thrower then also you got to understand the elements was playing against him also and he had players hurt Josh Allen he's used to that cold weather like that man so that's not gonna bother him you know so but 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 also the, the extra motivational factor. You know, because see, with Josh Allen, a lot of times, you know, like, here's the thing. With Tua Tonga Valoa, you know he's trying to get the ball to Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. Well, I think his first and second option is Tyreek Hill. The third option is Jalen Waddle. The fourth option is Tyreek Hill. With Josh Allen, I mean, yeah, he stole the Stephen Diggs, but also you got to worry about this dude running. And not only got to worry about him running, okay, you got to worry about him trucking you. 
and then he's hard to tackle with one defender. No matter what position you play on defense, it's hard to tackle this dude. So you have a lot to think about when you're coming across Josh Allen. That's just how the, the, the kid is naturally talented and gifted and physically, okay? And, um, yeah, and he, his girlfriend is Spider-Gwen. Like, you try to, man, I swear, man, last week when I was playing the Steelers, see, people think Josh Allen did that stop and he was faking like he was going to um, slide. No, what happened was is that Spider-Gwen, she shot one of them invisible webs on one of the Steelers defenders' feet, and they got frozen, and they, you know, they tripped up. Yeah. You couldn't see it because, you know, she borrowed, you know, Miles Morales' um, in, invisibility cloak. Ability, so whatever. I'm kidding. I'm making stuff up. Y'all know that. But, um, yeah, man, I got the Buffalo Bills winning this. I think, you know, I still think that that bothers Patrick Mahomes about the refs, but it's like, yeah, I think it bothers Josh, Malone, Josh, <laughs> Josh Allen even more. And he's going to, like... And also, man, I said earlier in the year, hey, they have that Madden curse. Hey, the Madden curse, you know what? This might help him overcome the Madden curse. All right? You know something? Last week I was watching that 30 for 30 for the Buffalo Bills when they lost four Super Bowls in a row. I was just watching that. So, I mean, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to take care of business on this matchup. All right? All right, so the next matchup, we have... My Houston Texans versus the Baltimore Ravens. Last time these two teams faced off in the playoffs. Playoffs? Are you kidding me? I felt the Texans could have won that game, but Jacoby Jones muffed that punt. And the Ravens scored that touchdown. And I think the Texans lost the game 13-6. Yep, that was a very defensive game. But, um, yeah, I got the... I mean, you got C.J. Stroud, man. That dude there, man, he is he is phenomenal. Like, you know, that's why you don't listen to people like Michael Lombardi or anybody who's an expert. Like, you can listen to what they say, but that shouldn't be your, your end-all, overall decision, okay? Like, you got to have some type of instinct on it your damn self. You got to think about it like this, okay? I mean, who's going to, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, how do you feel about this player? How, uh, how does their skill set fit with what you're trying to do? Do you have the right personnel to build around this player? You know, you got to figure out, okay, what, 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 what's the next big, great puzzle piece for you? Instead of listening to other people say, oh, he's not coachable, all that. But maybe to somebody he's not coachable. That doesn't mean the person is uncoachable to anybody else. But that's weird because, you know, I, I'm a firm believer if you're going to make a statement about that and say somebody's uncoachable, you must put a name on it. In the words of the great Herm Edwards, put a name on it. I don't want to hear no anonymous this, anonymous that. Shit, you're not calling, making a phone call to the cops, telling on somebody or, or reporting a crime. No, man, you, hey. Hey, you talking about somebody's character and their livelihood that could potentially affect where they land in the draft or what team they land on and how their money situation is looking. But if you believe in that and you're a GM and you're believing that crap, then shame on you. I do believe that a lot of that nonsense is you know, some teams say that just so they can get that player to drop down to them. I do believe that goes on. But, yeah, I just think that that, that crap is just unnecessary, man. And that kid there. And, and another thing, NBC, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if anybody was able to prove or disprove it. But there's nothing wrong with that young man thinking um, his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's nothing wrong with that. I believe in Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior also. Now, do I go around saying it all the time? No, I don't. You know, I try to... You know, I try to carry myself 
even though I fail on the most part. I try to carry myself to where people be like, yeah, I can see him, see him um, being being a believer in Jesus Christ and believing in God. There's nothing wrong with that. But NBC, you can't be editing that out because I guarantee you, when something bad happens, oh, y'all in favor of bringing in Jesus Christ or bringing in God into it. But this man here, this man here just had an awesome moment, and he's and that's who he thinks. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. No matter what you do, you you know you can try to take God out of everything and stuff. But let me tell you something: God is everywhere. God is always gonna be there, man. But um, you know, hey um, Lamar Jackson, man, that that dude there, man, is on a tear. I wish we was playing him like in the AFC Championship game, but or the Super Bowl, but. But that's impossible because the AFC team. But this is going to be tough. Like, I, lo I love this D'Amico Ryan's defense. But I've seen this defense. This is that Robert Salah defense that they had in San Francisco. And th th those defenses, the quarterbacks who normally beat those teams, oh, they can scramble. They can move. Like, Russell Wilson had no problem against that defense. I mean, he had some problems, but he was able to move the ball and beat that defense. Patrick Mahomes able to beat that defense. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, they they give those defenses fits. I'm not saying they never ever ever beat a team with a uh, a mobile quarterback. A mobile quarterback. I'm trying to sound like Bane, man. But you know, um, that's it's like dang, that's what they struggle with. So, but hopefully, um, C.J. Stroud is able to counter that, man. See, that's why I wish last week against Cleveland, a lot of the points and the two pick sixes, the, the I'm gonna say the Rockets, the Texans got. I wish they could have saved that for Baltimore, but I doubt Lamar Jackson is gonna throw any pick sixes. All right, but yeah, you just gotta. I don't know how do you stop that dude because I didn't play in the NFL, and you got experts out there and people who play in the NFL. They have no idea how to stop him. They can give you a theory on what to do, but it doesn't mean that's gonna work. The theory only works unless you properly execute it. But if he's moving around to the point where you cannot properly execute it, well, goddamn, that, that's just not going to work, you know? But all in all, hey, man, I'm a Texan. I'm rocking my Texans gear right now, bro. I'm picking the Houston Texans to win this game. Yeah, you got damn right. The Houston Texans, despite Lamar Jackson and his, and his phenomenal, phenomenal ability, the Houston Texans are still going to win this game. Um. Yeah, they're still going to win this game. So, I still got the Texans to win this game. Now, is it going to be tough? Hell yeah, all of them are tough. The Browns were tough. They had the, like the second best defense in the league. But I think Texas is going to take care of business. All right, so our next, next, so our next matchup, man, I'm getting tongue twisted here, people. All right, um, yeah, um, that sound you hear, it probably sounds like a train to you, and that's because it is a train, okay? I'm in traffic right now, and I'm still recording. That's what I'm telling people. It just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop with me. But anyways, um, I progress. I digress, whatever the hell the phrase is, or I regress. Or, I don't know. But um, we have the Buccaneers versus the Detroit Lions. So check this out. Um, um, coach Bowles, the, co the head coach for the Buccaneers, you know, um, at a press conference uh, yesterday, he was asked, oh, so coach, so y'all playing against Detroit. How are you and your team? How are the Buccaneers? How are y'all preparing for the, the, the different type of weather conditions that you're going to be 
playing in. You know, it's unlike what you what you play in when you're in Tampa Bay. And, you know, he allowed the young lady to finish her question. And I thought that was very generous of him. And, you know, and he his response was, well, they always played in a dome. From my understanding, Ford Field is a dome. So the conditions are going to be the same no matter what. So there's not really no particular conditions to prepare for. You know, and I'm like, man. In the words of what my grandparents would say, bless, bless her heart. Bless her heart. She, she didn't know. She didn't know. Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about the conditions of Ford Field and the Detroit Lions. You know, because if they did, they'll understand, they'll realize that it's a dome. But this is going to be this is going to be a, a good matchup. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield is is on fire right now. Um, he went up against a real good Philadelphia Eagle defense. You can say whatever it is you want about the struggles with the Eagles offense or whatever's going on with that team. That's still a good defense over there. But, hey, he has weapons. You got Mike Evans over there, you know, so they got a real good team. I love the way Baker is playing. Um, Jared Goff, man, you know, last week that was a huge game for the Detroit Lions. So if you're the Detroit Lions, you know, um, I mean – was that like your Super Bowl for you? Like, because you broke a 32-year curse. I was 10 years old. Was, was I 10? Yeah, I was 10 years old the last time. Well, yeah, I was about 10 years old. Well, I don't know how old, the hell, how old the hell I was back then. But, you know, you um, the last time, it was 32 years ago since they had a playoff win. Right? You broke the curse. You broke the curse. Also, Jared Goff. Hey, he had hey, hey, he 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 got the he got a chance to exact a little bit of revenge on Sean McVay and those Rams. Y'all got rid of me. Hey, I'm still that dude. I'm still good. You could have won a Super Bowl with me, but you know whatever. And then also the fact that they was going up against Matthew Stafford, man, he was with the Lions for what 13 years, 12, 13 years. I mean that that was an emotional game. Also, guess what? They said that Lions fans cannot wear their retro, uh, their throwback um, Matthew Stafford jerseys. I know, right? So that was a big game for them, a huge game for them, man. Like, you're on that high, and it's like, now you're coming in. Now you're about to play a hungry Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. You still got some players off their Super Bowl roster on there. You still got players on that team who made the playoffs when Tom Brady was there. Like, Hey, man, like, of course, Baker Mayfield, is he Tom Brady? Hell no. But can Baker Mayfield ball? You got damn right. Baker Mayfield can ball, man. He can ball. And, you know, he has a chip on his shoulder. Baker Mayfield, he's playing with a Costco size of lays and ruffles on both his shoulders, man. So, you know, but this Lions defense is still good. Still a very good defense. But it, it, it all comes down to the mentality. Okay, are you still – you know, are you still on the high of breaking this curse? You know, just relieved on that. And when you're going up against a team how, like Tampa Bay, how they could potentially enter this game with their mentals, you know, how long is it going to take before you to realize, all right, man, this this is not last week? Like, is it going to take you a whole quarter? And then if it takes you a whole quarter, are you down 10-0? Are you down 14-0, 17-0? Okay, so – 
whenever that feeling happens, if you're the Detroit Lions, you want to make goddamn sure that, you know what? Hey, man, it's three quarters left in this game. We down six points, right? Anything more than seven points, man, I I don't know. I, it's going to be hard for him to come back from. I mean, Mike, Mike, man, Mike Evans is him. I, I don't know why you, why a lot, of, a lot of you folks forgot about Mike Evans. I really don't see how you could possibly forget about him. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Mike Evans is him, bro. Mike Evans is him. All right. And Todd Bowles is him as that coach. He's going to have that team prepared. Dan Campbell going to have them prepared too, man. Like, are, are they still willing? Are they still willing to bite people at the kneecaps? We, we, we sure as hell going to see, right? We are going to see. But um, yeah, man, this is this is going to be a good game, man. Like, this is like a, I don't know. It could go either way, man. It could go either way, you know. But I'm going to rock with the home team on this. I think both teams are going to end up. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be or the end of night is going to be a real good game. Um, they're probably going to like. I think that fourth quarter, we're going to get a, a real good finish between these two teams. But I do believe that the Detroit Lions are going to come out on top. All right, Jared Goff. Jared Goff made it to a Super Bowl before, so that wasn't his first playoff win. Okay, so good steady head, you know. So I think Jared Goff is going to be all right. Jared Goff is on a mission, man. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions make the Super Bowl, but and that'll be a hell of a way to end that curse. You you, you make it to the Super Bowl and hey, you lose to the Houston Texans. That's great, but um, yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna roll with the Detroit Lions. Who y'all got in this matchup? All right, so in our last and final matchup, we have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Packers of Green Bay. You remember Hakeem on Coming to America? The, the the New York football giants against the Packers of Green Bay and they kicked the ball into his big H. Y'all remember that? Man, I love that movie, man. But yeah, um this is gonna be a hell of a game. This is Packers versus Niners part thirteen. You know, so if you like me, who like who watched well, I haven't seen the last Saw movie, but I saw like the other fifteen of them, but I seen all fifteen Nightmare on Am Streets, Halloweens and Friday the 13th, all right, in Child's Plays. So if you like me and you watch all of those, that's what this game is for you, all right? Now you got Jordan Love. Can Jordan Love break the curse that Aaron Rodgers could not break, okay? Can he break it? Can he break it? Yes, I can. That's what you're going to say if you're Jordan Love. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Just like I said about with the Texas defense, I think the Niners, the Niners defense is the same way, same system, man. Like because they they struggle against teams with mobile quarterbacks. You know, when Russell Wilson was still in in Denver he, last year, he was still able to beat the Niners. You know, he's 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 mobile, he's mobile. So I mean that Jordan Love can move, but guess what? Jordan Love can throw too, man. He can throw. And, and, and what's weird, man? And see, here's the thing. The media, the media, not me, but a lot of the media, man, they'll make you hate a player. They'll make you dislike a player or, or make it seem like you're discrediting a player because they're too busy overcrediting a player or undercrediting a player. You take Brock Purdy. I mean, you know, who who was it? They, man, somebody on ESPN. I got to go back and look at what it was. But 
whoever said it, other people was in agreement with them. No, you know, it wasn't on ESPN. It was on Fox on the show. Um, speak. Who used to be speak for yourself? All right, and they said that Brock Purdy is not worried about Jordan Love. Hold up, listen. Let me tell you something. Yeah, truthfully, he should not be worried about Jordan Love because it's not his job to stop Jordan Love. But let's not act like Brock Purdy is Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Hale Russell Wilson. Let's not act like Brock Purdy is one of them. He's not at the level where he can say, uh, and I don't think he said this, but he's not at the level where other people can so-called speak for him and say, oh, yeah, Brock Purdy's not worried about Jordan Love. So because let me tell you something, man, that, 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 listen, man, that, that, come on, man, they, they're not winning because of Brock Purdy. They're not. They're not. If Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, they can win with that. There's other quarterbacks you can plug in right there because, hey, he's throwing spring passes, man. All right, so let's stop acting like this young man is Tom Brady. Is he good? You got damn right Brock Purdy is good. But, I mean, damn, but stop acting like he's Hall of Fame and like he makes the Niners. He does not make the Niners. That defense, that's what people are – People are intimidated. People are fearful, fearful of that defense, bro. They respect Purdy. They're fearful of the defense. And C-Mac, you're fearful of them because it's like, goddamn, what the hell? You know? But, um, you know, man, that, and see, the thing about it, if the Niners lose, they're not going to blame Brock Purdy. No matter how good or bad of a game he has, he's not going to get any blame. They're going to say, well, you know, his second year as a starter or whatever, and his first full year as a starter. You know, the guys on defense, those all pro players are supposed to do the job. So that's what I'm saying, man. You know, don't give him – see, a quarterback, you're supposed to get the majority of the blame when your team loses, and you get the majority of the props when your team wins. That's how it works. You, you We're not doing this. We're not doing this shit where you can – Oh, well, if we lose, you won't get you, – you, you. it ain't your fault. But if we win, it's all on you. Bullshit, bro. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. Call the bullshit on that money. So, um, but that, that defense, man, shit, it, it's phenomenal. But those Packers, man, they got some, some damn studs at receiver, man. They got some dudes at receiver. And, and Christian Watson is coming back. I understand the Niners are not the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a good defense, man. Like, but see, the Packers, they can run the ball, and they can throw the ball all over the goddamn field, man. Jordan Love can move, too. So it's going to be interesting. I think think this Packer team, man, you know, if you – I listen to a lot of Les Brown. Like motivational speaker, Les Brown. And Les Brown, one of my favorite phrases that he says, and I'm not saying he originated this this phrase, but I I, I first heard it from him. He said, you got to be young and hungry. Because when, when you, like, the odds can be stacked against you, but when you are young and hungry, oh, my goodness, man. Because when, when you're young, you're unaware of certain dangers. So it's like, you know, 
I'm not gonna make the like I'm 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 gonna make this move, but it's like I I mean hey I I I'm, I don't fear you because I'm hungry. You know you know when a person is hungry like like it's hard to stop them because they're hungry. It's like what the hell we got to lose, bro? We young and hungry. They're athletic. They they listen, man. They coming out there to run and gun. And see to me, I I feel like the Niners. Yeah, they they they've been they've been part of the cream of the crop for the past what three years or four years, but how many Super Bowls they got the past four years? I'm sorry, did they win a Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan that I'm unaware of? No, they did not. They did not win a Super Bowl. So, but they get talked about as if they won the Super Bowl. Okay. And, and, and they do front running. Like I, I, I love, I love George Kittle. I like George Kittle. Dude is phenomenal. Good personality. Great tight end, man. Great tight end. I mean, he's projected to be a Hall of Famer, I believe. He's projected to be Hall of Fame. But you know, I, I did not like when he had the F the Cowboy shirt after you know he scored a touchdown. It's like, bro, hey, hey, no, walk around with the F the the Cowboys shirt. While the game is zero zero before the game starts, don't front run like that, bro. But you know, I mean, and see, and I say that especially about him because I believe that that young man can back it up. I really do. But it's like, hey, man, that that ain't cool, man. That's not cool. You you know, if he was black, he probably got suspended for that, right? Did he get suspended or fine for that? I don't know. But anyways, man, like. Who was that? It was one. I think it was Nick Bosa, man. He said, yeah, when they played the Cowboys, the Cowboys didn't give them a taste of what playoff football is. You know, the Packers, they gave the Cowboys. And that was another shot. And I'm like, well, I mean, Dallas, what, can't, you can't do anything about that shit. But, I mean, like, I don't know. It. You would have thought that this team won at least a Super Bowl. They have not won a Super Bowl. Okay. Should have won a Super Bowl by now, but all right, okay, we'll see. We'll see what they're gonna do. All right, but um, uh this Packer team is young and hungry, man. Young and hungry. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Niners. And see, because the Niners and Seahawks are division rivals, I want the Niners to lose. I want them to lose. I don't want any of their players to get hurt, but it's hard for me to say they're gonna win. Cause I don't want I don't want them to be more successful than my Seattle Seahawks. I really don't. I'm not a hater. I'm just spitting the facts. Niner fans, y'all feel the same way. If Seattle's in the same situation, y'all don't want us to be more successful than y'all. We understand that. It's like Magneto versus Professor Xavier. It's like Scott Summers versus Mister Sinister. It's like the Haddonfields versus the McCoys. All right. So you know it is what it is. But man. It's hard to pick against them. I mean, they. I mean, they the the. See the receivers that the Niners and the Packers have. I mean, like it's different styles because the receivers that the Niners have, they pretty much they get their yards by um. You know, screens for the most part. But the Packers, you know, they, they're all over the field. They're running different routes and all that. So it's going to be very, very hard to contain those guys. But, um, man, I, I love Young and Hungry, man. 
And I think part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers couldn't beat the Niners is because he, I think a lot of it was head coach Mike McCarthy. And, and I think it, it, something about Aaron Rodgers, man, because it, it's the whole San Francisco thing. Like the Niners had a chance to draft him and they did not draft him. You know, you would think he, he would make them pay pay in the playoffs, but he wasn't able to do that. You know, he got him back in the regular season a few times, but you know, it's just it's just not the same, bro. It's not the same. But see, Jordan Love, man, Jordan Love coming to play, man. He's coming to play, bro. He's coming to play. Both head coaches for the Niners and the Packers, they used to you know, they come from the same culture circle. So they, they're very familiar with each other. But, man, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers won. But, damn, can I pick the Packers? You know what, man? The hell with it. I'm picking the Packers to win. Packers going to beat the Niners. Tell me what you got. Who do you think is going to win? So that will conclude our pickums for this weekend, where Texans versus Ravens, of course. Texans, man. Texans. All right. Um, Packers versus Niners. We're going with the upset special here. Packers. All right. Lions versus Buccaneers. Got those, but, 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 I mean, Lions. Wow. Got the Lions. And Bills versus Chiefs. Oh, we got, we got the Bills winning that. We got the Bills winning that. Man, it wouldn't be something, would be something if Josh Allen knows Bills can break the curse. Well, not just the Madden curse, but I mean, like I say, they lost four Super Bowls in a row. They couldn't win with Jim Kelly, Bruce Smith, Thurman Thomas, Art Monk, um, Andre Reed, you know what I'm saying? Dale Taylor, you know, um, Cornelius Bennett. They couldn't win with them, but they're going to win with Josh Allen and this crew. I don't know. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so some other news, you know, um, I was listening to the uh, some a little bit from the Cam Newton podcast, and he had Deshaun Watson on there. Yes, the, the, the Deshaun Watson. And he asked him, he said, man, hey, bro, do you feel some type of way about C.J. Stroud taking over, being that dude in Houston that used to be that dude? And Deshaun Watson, he said, man, it really don't bother me like that. He said he's not that type of dude. You know, he says, hey, man, it's on him. We got the same agent. We train together for a little bit. And, you know, I told him, man, anything you need, man, H-Town got you. And you know what? Those are straight facts. Straight facts, homie. Straight facts. H-Town do have your young brother. We do have you, dude. We got you. All right? But I'm going to tell you something. I do believe that Deshaun Watson feels some type of way about it. Because, of course, if you Deshaun Watson, it's like, do you love how – do you – can't possibly be, oh, be cool 100% with how things went down in Houston. Now, of course, you still move forward in life because if you don't move, life will move on you. That's what Les Brown say. <laughs> but that's facts, man. That's actual and factual. But also, if you're Deshaun Watson, man, the Cleveland Browns paid you an awful lot of money, bro. Highest paid play in the game. Guaranteed, man. And it's like, hey, whatever you're, as long as you're not hating on H-Town, that's fine, but you do not need to be showing that you're jealous or you're upset at that because that means it shows that you're not happy where you're at with Cleveland. And and, and those fans in Cleveland, hey, man, they're, I, I'm not a big fan how ridiculously loyal they are to their team, but, hey, they're, they're, they're football fans, man. And they, they don't deserve for you to say, hey, yeah, I'm jealous because of that. 
I want to be back. I wish that was me. No, nah, man, those people not okay with that. So, you know, but you know, man, that, Hey, that, that ship, ship sailed, man. Like everything went downhill after the, the <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs came back from a 24 nothing deficit over us, man. You know, like we thought we was going to the Super Bowl for real. Like the way they was balling, it's like, uh oh, uh oh. But hey, man, it happens. It happens. And then Bill O'Brien, Brian traded away, D Hop, and all that is it's just ridiculous, man. You know, so. But yeah, that's, I thought that was interesting. And, and that was a good question for Cam Newton to ask because I haven't heard anybody else ask Deshaun Watson that question. I'm not saying he wasn't asked that question, but I didn't. I wasn't aware if anybody asked him that. And, you know, the Texans just beat the Browns last week. Now, did Deshaun Watson play? No. I mean, he was hurt. Lately, he's been hurt a lot, since it, when, it, especially when he had to play the Texans. But I get it. Whatever. But, um, yeah, man, that was – wouldn't that – man, that would have been a hell of a doggone – that would have been some type of game, right? Deshaun versus CJ, right? But anyways, man, hey, glad the Texans got the win. Hey, Deshaun Watson, hopefully he has a good career as long as it's not at the expense of my Houston Texans or my Seattle Seahawks. Okay, so you may not be ready. You might be ready. But ready or not, here it comes. Hey, it's time to recast T'Challa, bro. It's time to recast T'Challa. It is time. All right? Like, I'm not going to lie, after Chadwick Boseman died, I I wasn't thinking about the role being recast. Because I'm thinking about, man, we lost Chadwick Boseman. A mother, a father lost their son. A brother lost their brother. Okay? A cousin lost their cousin. A grandparent lost their grandchild. A a A wife lost her husband. Okay, like a friend lost their friend. Okay, so death is serious, people. We all got to face that eventually. You know, and, you know, at first I'm like, well, you you don't recast the role at this moment now. You know, you wait. You wait. All right. And everybody, it takes everybody a different amount of time to grieve. Everybody, everybody grieves differently. Okay. And. You know, it takes some people longer to move forward than others. But I'll tell you something, with jobs, when you die, after a couple of days, they're looking for your replacement. And I'm not saying that's what Marvel should have done. No, that would be very, very disrespectful or rude. But you, we all remember Kevin Feige said they, they don't plan on recasting the role. And I'm like, man, I'm like, well, how long is that? Is that forever, forever, ever? And you know what? I was perfectly fine. And y'all know if you listen to the podcast, podcast, I've always been perfectly fine with them not recasting immediately. You know, and I'm and I and I'm fine with not them not recasting for the at the time of Wakanda Forever. Okay, I get that. But they're talking about making a Black Panther three people. You can't make a Black Panther three without T'Challa. You make a Black Panther. Now, and I ain't talking about his son, which. They need Azari on there. I don't like that he had a child with Nakia. Now, I do believe that Wakanda Forever is the end of that storyline right there. I do, and I hope so. Because now you can straight up reboot Black Panther. Now you can straight up reboot it. Reboot it, okay? Um, hey, man, I, I don't want to see him with a child with Nakia. Who's malice? Who's a villain? A super villain? Don't want to see him with her, and they should have been married. Like 
he he married him and Storm got married and had a child, but yet they didn't allow him to marry Storm, and then they allowed him to have a child out of wedlock. Is there a problem having a child out of wedlock? No, I'm not saying it is. But what I'm saying is, is this. All right, so you 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 take two of my favorite family sitcoms growing up, two of them, The Cosby Show and Married with Children. Okay, imagine if they did a reboot of the Cosby show and they say, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So he, Cliff and Claire, they're not married, but they have five kids or they take married with children. Yeah. Al and Peg, they're not married, but they have Bud, Bud and Kelly. No, listen, if you want to make a show where though, where the couples are not married and they have kids, fine, but just don't call them the Bundys. Or the Huxtables. Don't do that shit. Okay, so, you know, uh, so T'Challa marries Storm. Don't have him, like, if you want to have him date Nakia, that's fine. They dated, and she became the psycho ex. But don't have this man not marry her and have a baby with her. No. Absolutely not. I could see if him and Storm didn't have a baby at all. They have one of the most powerful kids ever. You get us to Toussaint. No. I think the name Toussaint is a marvelous name. It's an awesome, incredible name. He doesn't need to be the son of T'Challa. And I'm not going to lie. If you really want the kid to be true to her character and be malice and stuff, how about you just straight up say, hey, you know what? The baby is not T'Challa's. Oh, T-Man, you rude, you rude. I'm rude, I'm rude. They live in Wakanda, where they, they got they got cures for cancer, bro. Cure for cancer, sis. But yet, he died of an unknown illness. What unknown illness? What? That's rude, man. Oh, oh. Why, why, why are you dissing dissing the kid like that? Like how could how could you possibly diss Lapita Nyong'o? I wasn't dissing Lapita. I'm dissing the character she plays. Oh, me me saying oh oh so so, so check this out. Pepper Pitts. All right. Well, Pepper Stark. All right. Um. Um. Gamora. You know, it wasn't Star-Lord's Gamora, but Gamora. You know what I'm saying? Hope Lane. You know, Wanda, Maximoff. They're all out there. They're, they're girlfriends or spouses of an Avenger or another hero. And they're out there fighting. They're fighting out there. Where was Nakia at? Shuri is not even a fighter. Where the hell was Nakia? Oh, oh, when the kill was, was What? Pepper has a family. Hey, man, like you, man, miss me with that. The kill's protecting. It's not her job to protect the queen. You go out there and fight, damn it. You go fight. Oh, so, okay, so she was pregnant in Infinity War. Okay, was she pregnant during the end game when the child came back? So that's what I'm saying, man. She was nowhere. Nowhere to be found. 
And I still believe she's the squirrel queen. And Toussaint is a squirrel child. I could be wrong. I could be right. But whatever. But so, hey, man. So, hey, man. It's time to reboot this. I, I, I liked Wakanda forever. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, if you're going to... That's the best movie they can do, I felt. I mean, it would have been better had they the story took place during that five-year gap. But based on what, the, like, the actors, everybody who acted in that movie performed awesome. They did their job. Everybody who, well, I didn't like how Mbappe was portrayed, but, hey, he can't write the script. Um, I did like how, I like, I like how the costumes, the action was amazing, man. It was missing T'Challa. Like I always say, it's the 1993-94 Bulls. Real good season. Got to game seven of the second round of the NBA playoffs. Won 55 games. Only two or three games less than they did when they had Jordan the previous year. But guess what? Were they a better team without Jordan? Hell no. So that means if they can win 55 games without Michael Jordan, if they had Michael Jordan that season, guess what? They probably win 65 games. Okay? And they get, get to the finals, and they lose to the Houston Rockets. That's what would have happened. But, 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 man. Uh-uh. You got to bring, but see, like I say, when Jordan came, well, the next year, everybody didn't perform up to par. Expect High expectations were expected. They was barely 500. Then guess what? They had to call Mike back. Go look it up. Google Pippen wanted him back. It's on public TV. So, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> they had to go get him back. They made the second round of the playoffs, got swept by the Lando Magic, who the Rockets swept, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, hey, that's the end of that. But guess what? The next year, he came back. They won a championship. So you bring, so you don't make that same mistake the Bulls made because you probably can't afford to do that, all right? So you go ahead and miss me with that bullshit, and you come back with um, Black Panther 3 with T'Challa. You come back with T'Challa. Oh, you, you want to know the storyline? You know what I'm saying? You just come back with T'Challa. That's what you do. Bring T'Challa back. It's time to recast. It's time to recast. You got to recast. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you ever been fishing? You know, and it's like, all right, you got a good-sized fish, but it's like, you need to recast that ride so you can get a bigger-sized fish, bro. That's what you need to do. But it's time to recast that role, man. Share your thoughts. Let me know what y'all think.